So what do you do when you start off your marriage with over $60,000 of debt? It might not sound like the most ideal way to start your lives together, but in this episode, we're going to share our journey of how we overcame this amount of debt and what we learned throughout the process. Plus, we'll also give some encouraging advice to those of you who may be in a similar situation. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome to the Marriage Inside Out podcast where we teach couples how to become mission focused, learning to work together as a team to build a solid foundation for their household. I'm Khalil and this is my Proverbs 31 woman. Yes, you all may know her as AJ, but I call her Adrian. Let's go ahead and make some noise for the lady of the house. <laughs> yes. Making me blush. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> So we have an exciting episode lined up because we're going to get to share our journey towards financial freedom and in particular, our our story of how we were able to pay off a pretty hefty uh, student loan debt over the course of about two and a half years. And I mean, yeah, this is just something that we've really been looking forward to sharing. Yeah, and it's such a relevant topic, I think, especially in these present times. It's easy to get caught up and really start to think about where you are spending your money and why, whether you're uh, single in this season, but especially if you are married, like what that looks like for you together to continue to pay off those car loans or mortgage, of course, student loans, which is what we're going to touch base on today. All of those areas are relevant in marriage because we know that it can actually be a divider in many marriages, finances. Yes. And and I mean, for us, this is actually our first time sharing this story, I would say in, in full, just, you know, from directly from our own voices. We did have the opportunity uh, a couple of years ago to, to share this story uh, with one of our good friends named Rod Reedy. He has a platform shout called Financial Destination. Yes, yeah, shout out to Rod. Um, but yeah, so, you know, this is, will really be our first time just sharing all the nuts and bolts. Um, so we're going to do the best that we can to give you all as much detail as possible and to be as transparent as possible uh, with you all so that hopefully this can, can give you all some hope. But uh, shall we just start from the beginning? Yes, story yeah? time. Story time? All right. <laughs> well, uh, let's get into it. So, uh, so these loans, which they are student loans, they were student loans that, that we paid off, um, they came about uh, from me. <laughs> I was the I was the bringer of the loans. Um, thankfully, my wife she had you know all of her schooling covered through scholarships. She was a she was a star athlete, y'all, in college. Uh, but yes, had her schooling paid for. Thankful for that. But uh, for me, this came from my my bachelor's and master's programs. Um, thankfully I had, you know, my PhD program paid for in full, you know, was able to have assistantships and all of that. But, uh, for most of my time when I was at Troy working on my bachelor's and master's, I, I did have my tuition paid for during undergrad. I took out some student loans, but the chunk of it came from my master's program mm -hmm. because none of that was, was paid for. I mean, that was really where a lot of it accumulated. And, 
and most of my loans were what's called unsubsidized loans. It, all of them except for one was unsubsidized. And, and if for those of you all who may not be familiar with those terms, or maybe you've heard of them, so when you have a subsidized loan, then that means that the government will pay the interest on that loan while you're still in school. Mm. Obviously, when you get done with school, you know, the interest will start, but all of my loans except for one were just accumulating an interest while I was in college. And so if you fast forward, you know, I work on my PhD, that's another four years. And then by the time we got married, which was August of 2015, our loan amount had ballooned to over $60,000. All right. $61,011.97 to be exact. We're showing an image of that for you all right now. But yes, uh, needless to say, the interest just, it just wreaked havoc and it just blew up. But, you know, I think you obviously have an interesting perspective seeing that you are coming into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, admittedly, I never really saw it as Khalil's loans and then I'm free and he needs to get it together before we get married or before something happens. I really saw it as our own loans and, and we were going to tackle it together by any means necessary even before we got married starting to think strategically about what that could and should look like and it really evolved from there and I mean of course kind of the start of the story was was when one of my my good friends and her now husband a shout out to Dominique gave us uh, Financial Peace University uh, yep. December of 2015 and yep. that really kind of yeah, that was the catalyst. Yeah. That was the the boost. So when you talk about like when was the turning point for yeah. us, that was really the turning point for us. I mean, because up until that time, you know, we were we were obviously making the minimum right. payments on the mm -hmm. loan, but we weren't, you know, really attacking it aggressively. And I obviously wasn't paying anything towards it during my time right. in college because I was just focusing on school. Trying to I, get probably, I probably <laughs> should have if I would have rewind if I could rewind, I definitely would have. But yes, yeah, so that was the catalyst. And then that, yeah, that program, obviously, some of you all are familiar with that program. Maybe I've gone through that program. Uh, a lot of great tips, but that really was the boost for the wake us. wake-up call. Yeah, that was a wake-up mm -hmm. call that, that really got us thinking, okay, like, we just need to get rid of this right. thing and any debt that is in our path. Like, how can we just, you know, knock it out? And so going into January 2016, that's when we really buckled down. Yeah. You know, we started just... just planning things out and that's when we started to pay above and beyond mm -hmm. the the monthly amount and you know from that point on we were just on a mission exactly yeah. and we really tried to focus in on certain you know specific areas of those loans to pay off first so mm -hmm. because when you look at the loans they were all separate little loans and and we were like you know what we need a, a small victory first so let's go after one of the smallest loans it's less than five thousand dollars and let's be strategic and just keep this this end in mind, right? right? And then build from there. And that really helped us gain momentum. Exactly. Yes. And and as we're showing you all on the screen right now, um, you know, as we started just really focusing in, it, it was just yeah. it, you started to see the effects, you know, pretty soon off. I mean, in, in April of 2016, we had gotten the total down already to almost around 50 grand, mm -hmm. you know, so even just in that short amount of time, you know, we were able to 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 accomplish a lot. And I mean, mind you, during this time, our total uh, gross yearly income was around $110,000. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some people might be thinking like, oh my gosh, like, you know, 
I mean, we used to think like, oh man, you know, these folks paid off debt. They must have just been balling, right? Yeah, but or no. worked like five jobs at one time. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so our, our again, that's our gross income. That wasn't our net income. Yeah. So our gross income combined was around 110 grand a year. Um, but yeah, I mean, we really just from that point on, you know, if we did receive any bonuses or any raises in income, mm-hmm. which by the Lord's grace, we, we did see some increase. Mm-hmm. We just really made sure that we applied uh, those increases towards paying more on, on the loans. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then finally, in February of 2018, uh, that was the final blow. Yes. Uh, yes. We, you know, made the last payment. Hit the um, buzzer. We, we hit, did it. Yes, we did it. You know, and it and it just felt so amazing just to to oh, make that man. one final payment. We're showing this to you guys on the screen right now, but just to see that that paid in full, you know, on the screen, like zero balance. I mean, that was just like Yeah, I mean, I know I I felt the weight lifted, but I can only imagine just your, you know, feeling and thought process even. I know I said a little bit of the background, but early on like Kalu was so mission focused that he was like we're not going to get married till I pay off these loans after I graduate, like super yeah, tunnel that vision. Was my that was his mindset. So I was like, "Man, babe, like we did this together and there's mm-hmm. just that feeling of accomplishment um, and celebration. So we, we ended up celebrating by going to a nice dinner and yep. um, just relishing in it, but not becoming complacent either, right? Continuing to look forward and look ahead because um, right. we built some good habits along the way. Right, exactly. And I mean, what's interesting is that in total, it took us it took us two and a half years in total from the time that we were married. But actually, when you think about from the time when we started being aggressive towards paying them mm-hmm. off, it only took 26 months. Yeah. So just a little over two years. And so, you know, I think that's another thing to, to as I think about it and reflect on it mm-hmm. is like, you know, that that time really just flew by as we just locked in and as we got focused. But, you know, I, I know you all are hearing this story and you might be thinking like, okay, great. great. You know, you guys paid <laughs> off $60,000 of loans, $61,000 in two years. Great. But exactly how did you do it? I, I always like to know like mm-hmm. the nitty gritty, like what are the, what was the actual step-by-step mm-hmm. process yeah. in terms of, and so, you know, you want to sh- kind of share, like you kind of shared a little bit, but. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda- Our strategy, uh, as I mentioned earlier, really started with paying off those small loans first. Uh, So we took a look, also evaluating the interest rates on the various loans Mm -hmm. and decided the ones that weren't growing exponentially and were were small might be those milestones we needed to take out some income from where we were using it elsewhere and really prioritize checking those off, (laughs) getting that that line in the sand. Mm -hmm. Um, So that that really helped us just build confidence that we could do it together. Right. And it was particularly those ones under five thousand dollars that you know we just we just said you know what we're gonna start with the smallest ones yeah knock those out and then after that we decided okay let's go for the the big bosses yes you know i'm kind of talking video game talk right now (laughs) let's go after the the big hitters so from that point on we then decided to go and and attack the biggest loans yes. and to try to get all of them under nine thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So again, first we knocked down 
the smallest ones, knock those out, and then we tried to get everything to under nine grand. And from that point, we then targeted, okay, which of these loans has the highest interest rate? Let's go ahead and knock that one out Mm -hmm. first and then bit by bit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny, but it's cool because, you know, it was like each time we knocked out one of the loans, it was it was like a video game in a sense. It was like, like, all right, we beat level one. You know, we beat the first boss. Like, yeah. you know, for all you video game fans out there. And then everyone felt like, okay, we're getting to the to the final boss. And then once we delivered that final blow, it was like, all right. Yeah. You know, game over. Before this yeah. And I mean, like we mentioned before, there were a lot of things that we had to give up in the process. And we'll talk about, you know, a few of those, those details as well in terms of like what we actually learned through the process about prioritizing and making sure that that intentionality and action are there. as well right right so let's go ahead and jump into that and talk about you know just what were the the things that we learned there are really three key things that we want to share with you all that we learned throughout this process that we feel could you know be of help to those of you listening right now yeah yeah the first is to have a plan Mm -hmm. have a plan and and make that plan together uh at marriage inside out we really talk about establishing your mission your vision your values for your marriage. And once you have that, you can begin that that targeting on those specific areas that you want to improve. So for us, we do quarterly evaluations yep. of our goals and finance is one of those targets that we we seek to those categories that we seek to to focus on. Uh, so every single quarter, we made sure that those financial goals related specifically to student loans. And um, we tried to incorporate some other, you know, financial priorities, but uh, Everything else kind of fell to the wayside, if you will. We gave up some other things so that we could make that the focus. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think the second thing uh, that we learned and and took from that was just to be aggressive. Yeah. Be aggressive, be aggressive, Mm -hmm. be aggressive. I know it sounds like a cheer. (laughs) Um, But for real, though, be aggressive. Uh, We really made it a point to say, you know what? We're not just going to do the bare minimum. Yeah. Like we're going to go above and beyond. And as we mentioned before, like any any raises, any bonuses we receive, we're like, okay, we're we're adding this on. And, you know, it's funny because it it, it really just it stirs you as you're going through it, Mm. as you're being aggressive and you start to see those things just chip away. You start to see the trees fall and you just like man, okay, let, yeah. it gives you a rush in a sense, like, let's just keep pounding it out. And so, you know, that's one thing that that we really encourage those of y'all who may have some some debts or loans of some sort, but it's just to, to be aggressive as you're able and understanding that that doesn't mean, always mean that you have to pay super duper above and beyond. Obviously gauge what you're able to do, mm-hmm. even if it's just a little bit more yes. each month. Five dollars. You know, five, ten dollars. That $10, makes a difference. That makes a difference. <laughs> exactly. Anytime you can just go into the principal and start to shave that off because obviously that's what you know the interest draws from so you know just being aggressive yeah exactly and the third point is to make sure that you continue to live Uh, for us that was a really big priority we totally understand those that that choose to sacrifice everything in Mm -hmm. life to make sure that they're living bare minimum in order to pay off their loans and kudos to you for us we really wanted to make sure that that we were able to still go on vacations to enjoy time together to eat well to take care of ourselves while still being intentional with how we were using our finances and paying off those loans right and even during that time i mean we we still, you know, made giving a priority. Right. Like that's, you know, one of our, our priorities, one of our values is to 
to give as the Lord has blessed yeah. us to give, you know, as unto him. So we still gave during exactly. that time. We still put money we still save money, putting, putting it towards emergency fund during that time as well. We were still, you know, making these things a priority. And even, you know, as my wife was mentioning, we still went on vacation. We even bought a house during that time, (laughs) during the time that we were paying off our debts. I know for some people that might be a big no, no, but you know, for us, it it, it was able to work. Mm -hmm. Um, and so just realizing, you know, whatever, whatever your situation is, you know, you don't have to resort to just, eating ramen noodles and canned beans every day like it is possible to still live to still have other priorities while you're making this a priority but again if you you prefer to you know just be very very frugal yes if that works for you and and your household by all means go for it but yeah we just want to show that you can still live uh, even while going through this process. Exactly. Yeah. And then just our final encouragement for you guys, in addition to those three main ways that, that you can begin to take those steps to pay off your loans if you're looking to, is to, to not be scared of debt, period. Yeah. Uh, we're not encouraging you to go into debt by any means, but I think there's this either or. You either have a bunch of debt or you're, you're debt free, right? Everyone yeah. wants to be debt free forever, right? But if you think about anyone's story that's sharing it, and even ours, we want to say in transparency, in the moment where we paid off our student loans, we were debt free, but our mortgage. Right. Every No other debts, no credit card debts, anything like that, debt free, but our mortgage. However, as we've grown in different seasons of life, we've had to buy some cars a new car for me and then well new used but used cars for Khalil as well and more and we've used what we've learned through our student loan payoff to to still be aggressive to to still be intentional and to not allow those loans that we did take out to linger so we try to pay them off as soon as we can right exactly and I think uh, another thing is is to as we wrap up here is just remembering your why Mm -hmm. remembering why like why you're you're doing this and I know for us you know, the, the, our why in terms of being aggressive was, you know, we really just desire to, to build a legacy for our family, Mm -hmm. you know, for our children and, and their children, so on and so forth. And there are things that we desire to pass down to our children, you know, wealth. And that's not just financial wealth. We desire to pass down wisdom, you know, showing them how to be good stewards of all that they attain. And so, you know, that for us was, what gave us that sense of urgency because we felt like anything in this case, a debt would be a hindrance to that. If there's anything that's a hindrance to building a strong legacy, then we just want to knock it out. We want, we want to get rid of it. And and that was really our fuel. Right. And we want to make sure that you guys know as well, none of this, any of this would have been possible without the Lord's grace. Absolutely. And for him being our focus in the center of our hearts and minds, that's why we desire to give in this process. It wasn't for our own gain. We realized that the finances that we do have are not our own in the first place. We're just stewarding them during our time on earth. So we want to be mindful of how we're using them. So we just want to encourage you as well to, to not fall in love with the process of moving your money around, but instead ask the Lord, what would you have me do with what you've given me? How can I best serve you and glorify you through what I have? Exactly. No, that's the, that's the exclamation mark right there. I mean, (laughs) only by his grace. We saw him do some amazing things during that time. Still doing. Yes. Yes. So uh, definitely amen to that. All right, friends. So here's our question of the day for you all. 
So if you and your spouse have any financial debts of any kind right now, have you both sat down and discussed a strategy for paying them off aggressively? Uh, we would love to know in the comments below. And if you are a couple who has a debt payoff story, um, whether you know, you've know you paid off a credit card loan or paid off a student loan or whatever it is, we would love to know that as well so that we can continue to encourage each other through this platform. Yeah, and if this time was encouraging to you, we'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and ding the bell. Uh, we also would love for you to just stay connected with us through our marriageinsideout.com website. We will be having monthly live trainings and goal setting uh, training programs and a course actually launching soon as well. So, Yes, and as we close, we just want to thank you guys again for tuning in. And remember, your marriage has a mission and what the Lord has brought together, let nothing, no one separate love God and love one another. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.